Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Wes Pearson and Matt Grace. Um, Wes is the second captain for the bite sport fishing and i've been trying to get him on for oh god probably a year since amadeo came on we talked about having him on he was i think he was one of the first captains i was going to have on the podcast and just couldn't uh, get it together for a while and he had some time so uh he came on uh we did some drinking i get a little sloppy it's fun and yeah man i hope you guys like it uh west has a really cool story and uh it's a funny one he he uh he has a really cool route how he did it. Also, uh, we get into MMA because he used to fight MMA. So it's a fun one. I loved it a lot. Um, how uh, Thank you to everyone that helped out this weekend at the PCS show, everyone that bought a shirt, that, everyone that came by, everyone that helped me break down. Um, it was crazy. That's that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we, had a, we had a blast. And next week, I think, is going to be Butch Brown. Also... Come see us at performance. I'm going to have the same table set up as I did at the PCS show, minus the backdrop, just the table. I think I might do a couple podcasts there, but I'll just be hanging out at the table mostly. So come by, say hi, buy some stuff from performance, buy some of the new shirts. We'll have the new shirts, new crew necks, uh, old hoodies, old shirts. And yeah, that's about it. So listen to today's sponsor, Olukai, and you guys see you next week with Butch Brown. Aloha was born in Hawaii, but the Aloha spirit holds no geographic boundaries. With Aloha as our foundation, Olukai takes a different approach to footwear. Olukai crafts only the highest quality shoes and sandals with premium materials and artistic story detail with a style, durability, and versatility for today's watermen and waterwomen who lead an active ocean-bound lifestyle. In fact, Olukai's water-friendly, I'm going to try this, Nohia Maku, Slip-on shoe and ulele sandal are actually made to get wet. Instead of me talking, I'm going to insert Benny. Benny Florentino is a guest of the podcast, and he has way more experience with this than I do. So I'd rather have you guys hear the truth than me try to give you something fake. Listen. You know, I've been fortunate enough to be an, uh, an ambassador for Olukai for the past five years. And, you know, they just came out with ulele. Uh, it's all-day comfort footbeds. And the non-marking outer sole. So for those of you who have really expensive boats, they're not going to mark the sole up. And it's non-skid. That wet grip rubber outsole for great traction on wet surfaces is phenomenal. And they look good. 
and comfortable. Whether you're loading up the boat with supplies at the dock, shoreline fishing from the rocks, or scoping out the best place to cast from the beach, Nohia Maku and Uleli is destined to keep you sure-footed with comfortable island style through every step of the journey. Shop or find your local retail at olukai.com. To support the podcast, go to www.olukai.com forward slash cast and crank. Please, guys, go. If you're going to buy a pair of sandals, just go out there and uh, get online and go to that link. It's going to help us a lot. Check it in the bio of the podcast. Thanks again for listening, guys. Fireball because my wife will watch it. Uh oh. <laughs> hey! Uh oh. But I'm going to do it for you guys. Dude. Do you like this shit, dude? Scary, though. Like's a strong word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, yes! There is only one more level to that, is it's a plastic squeeze bottle. And you could have loaded that thing out. Like, it was like a Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, you guys are ready to fucking party. Look at them. Oh, well. I'll suck the dick of the fucking fireball if I got to, dude. <laughs> Dude, I, mean, so I, have to, I have to be straight up. I was, I'm super nervous right now. Why? I don't know. You've been on it before. No, I, I hung out. I didn't talk. You talked a little. Mm-mm. Yeah, you did. Mm-mm. No, I mean okay. he's always talking. Hey, let's talk about something cool. The trip with Fred, dude. Dude, Fred's the shit. Yeah, yeah. Love Freddy. Fun. He's rad. Yeah. yeah. It's a. You, it, then <laughs> hey, it's a good bite right now in the winter too. Right now, up for everybody but me. <laughs> Pretty you much. You didn't do any good. No, 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 no. But he's. I've known Fred for a little bit now, and yeah, that guy's that guy's a salt of the earth type awesome. guy. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so, was, yeah. Uh, go ahead. No, I cutting you off. Look no, it was fun. It was me. fun, but it was. Uh, you got to be willing to drop shot all day to catch a fish, and so you don't like that, huh? No, you're some big guy. It doesn't make any sense. You're a sea bass guy, and it's sea bass fishing. <laughs> it's the same thing. I had your guys' as a boy on here, Alan Watson. How oh, was that? did you, dude? Alan's a shit. Huh? You're, he's fucking crazy, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. He's dropping fucking fuck this motherfucker. Like, oh really? wow, dude, I can't he got wild. Yeah, he's on in two weeks, so that'll be right before I think the tenth. I think the tenth he's on. I, I, how was his take on social? He's like, I don't do it. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah, but like, well, I he mean, talked a little bit the about island like, got roasted by just all the all the popularity and you know, like his whole program is like stay well, the fuck away from me. I said, me. hey, did you? What did that? Because the the reason I kind of know a little bit about him is Bobby Martinez told me, and then Brandon told me like the whole book, mm-hmm. Mark Wish, and he really he said, eh, it was what it was. Like he didn't really touch base on it, but I'm sure it, if I, there's a lot of numbers in there, right? I mean, dude, if you're Kobe, you think you care about people teaching other people how to shoot threes? Exactly. <laughs> no, right? yeah, dude, yeah. that guy. I'm still gonna hit mine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I mean. Do you got, are you you part of deckhand or captain too? No, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm a, I'm actually a full time lifeguard for the Sea Laguna Beach. But oh, I grew up coming yeah. up on. Um, it's funny that you bring up Alan. I've actually never met Alan Watson, but no. I definitely fished next to him. I grew up on the Highliner in Redondo Beach, and you come around the corner and see the Dreamer anchored up, and you're like, oh, we we missed something already. <laughs> we're, we're late. Yeah, we're late. Right. We're late. <laughs> well, fuck, man. Uh, Wes was here about a year ago with Amadeo and Charles. Yeah, when that was like Fred Hall. Right, it was Fred Hall, so mm-hmm. it was about a, almost a little more than a year ago. Yeah, almost a year, whatever the fuck coming up on it. Um, yeah, I'm stoked to be here. Glad yeah, I finally we've got been in trying here. to get you on for a minute, and you're another captain. I, I haven't dipped my feet into the whole salt thing yet. Like with offshore, I mean, it's been calico, so I like hearing from captains. And 
word on the street is you killed it this year, bro. I had a good year. You know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Was yeah. fishing, fishing was good. I'm, you know, you're on the water long enough. You're gonna put some scores together, and was fortunate to take advantage of some of those this year. Yeah, yeah, up north, huh? A little more. Mostly down here. Yeah, I spent I spent seven weeks last year up in Ventura fishing Channel Islands Fuck. when uh, sea bass got a little little spotty down here at Catalina and uh, holy shit, man, that that's something special up there. Those guys up there have a, a amazing fishery. Yeah, I heard up there it was a hot dogs. You guys were throwing hot dogs. Well, hubs. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! A lot of those. Oh yeah! Are. Oh yeah! Yeah, the little red rocket. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh-huh. what you guys call the red rocket. Yeah, <laughs> it was bitching, dude. I dude, mean, I heard. I talked to. Do you know a Daniel from Redemption? I don't. Swim know. He does stuff with Eric's tack. Is it Eric's mm-hmm. up there? Mm-hmm. So he's like, dude, they kill it on hookup baits up there, like big time. There was, you know, before a time that they did it, right? You know, before the season, the commercial season opens, and the gill netters can get in there. There's a spot up there where it's 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 kind of funky where you think you're a mile off the the island but you're still in you know relatively shallow water yeah so those gill nets can get right in there real tight and once the season open for them they they pretty much put an end to that bite but before that so you the know, gill net is you can come and gill net for uh, white sea bass correct yeah. commercially commercially yeah it opens wow. it opens on uh, June fifteenth is, wow. is when you know when we go to three. Then the commercial fishermen, rod and reel, however you're catching them, opens up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was really good. It, uh, you know, I've never been up there before, and it was a incredible learning experience for me. But just some of the things that I got to experience being on the water every day up there, just it's hard to put into words. It's just as me as an operator and someone that's on the water all the time, you don't see stuff like that all every day. And it was like day in, day out, like just driving around with the passengers on the bow creeping and you'd like see one and you cast your hookup bait out to the direction the fish swim and you fucking hook it. Not, that not, doesn't, not that that doesn't big, happen though, at Catalina. Right? The hookup baits I mean, you're using are smaller. Like five eights. Dude, that's fucking little. Yeah. Well, you're imi- you're imitating a red crab. Yeah. Was there a lot of red, car- red crab? So much oh, crab, okay, dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, we had one day where we pulled in and the current had switched, and all you're just looking around. You just see crab everywhere, Fuck, just everywhere. Dude. You know, see them on the surface. Yeah. You look down in the water, you see them. And I'm cruising along, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I catch like something that doesn't look right. And I look over, and it's three sea bass tails just tipping out of the water, which you never see right, ever. I've never had. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I you hear stories from Catalina old timers saying yeah. the fish get up on the beach, and you can sight fish them and stuff. I've never seen that. Yeah, and you know, to be able to just inch the boat up to him and have the guys cast and like one of the guys hooked one standing on the pulpit like under his feet watched it eat it like just awesome stuff that like the 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 average person he you know even myself you hear about it but you don't actually think it's true you're like dude come on like from my experience (laughs) you're like no dude bull i call bullshit (laughs) yeah until you see and you're like holy shit right it, it was pretty special and like it's funny like i was like you know, watching this happen, both my guys are hooked up, and you know, I'm like f- fighting over: do I make a cast? Do I take video of this? This is fucking insane! Like sea bass swirling next to the boat, eating red crab. We're like sight fishing and casting them. I was just, it, it was, it was pretty rad. You yeah. know, unfortunately, once the gill nets got in there, it kind of turned it off. Huh? I mean, they had like, I think one of the guys said they had like 800 pounds the first day. Fuck you know, so me, that, dude, you know, if they didn't get the whole school, they're. Two day two three four, you know they 
got got the meat for sure. So yeah, we ended up moving on to 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 another island where it was mostly squid fishing, and that was about as good as it gets as well. So yeah. you know, I guess is a blessing or whatever, however you want to say it. But the the fishery they have up there is is pretty special. And you guys are kind of like did the swordfish thing this year too, right? Fuck, dude, swordfish. So that's what's cool is I I had Bill on and. I'm like, so who was doing this? He's like, when it came about, he's like, I can only think of the bite. You know, like, that was it. That was at the time, you know, like, when this came around. Re- this year, right? Or last year. Yeah. That's when it kind of turned year. on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys now, did you guys kind of have, well, Bill talks about it, and he said he's been doing it for since he's young, going back, back east and coming here, figuring it out. Did you guys figure it out a different way? Like, did, were you like, we've been trying this forever, and it kind of clicked? This time, and fuck yeah, let's do it. I mean, how did you go about It's kind playing? of a funny story, to be honest with you. Like, when I first started working with Brandon uh, with Bite Sport Fishing, you know, pretty, as far as running boats, as green as it comes. Like, I've had lots of time on the water fishing with buds and working as a deckhand or a mate on a boat. But as far as running a boat yourself, the you know, I was, I'd never done it before as far as paying customers. So, you know, I'm learning and, 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 the learning curve for me was just so extreme because you're thrown right into the frying pan as far as that <laughs> stuff goes, you know, but I was telling Brandon from the beginning, I'm like, dude, we got to figure out a big game option for the winner. It'll take some pressure off our lobster. Lobster's great, but not everyone wants to go lobster fishing. A lot of our customers are like big game or, or nothing, you know, they want a big sea bass. They want to catch the biggest tuna that's out there. And I was like, you know, if we could add this to the playbook, It'll just extend our season be be fantastic well yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that didn't happen till this last year you know just logistically and it's an untested market so do you want to go spend a week not making money or do you want to spend a week making money running trips um and fortunately you know i have some c- commercial guys that i talk to who are telling hey, you know code group bro it's not even a code I'm group. Just, I, I learned this new word, and I want to fucking use it. <laughs> <laughs> code groups. Yeah, I mean, if you want to I call mean, it I mean, I would call it... I mean, the way just, a code group sounds like my buddies. Just keep saying it to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> so someone's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'd, I'd gone fishing a couple times with my buds, and, you know, when you, when you see it in action, it's pretty obvious that... It, it definitely plays over to rod and reel fishing. You could you could definitely make the conversion from how they fish to rod and reel. Yeah. And obviously people do it in other parts of the world very successfully. So, you know, I kept hyping it up, hyping it up. Then they had that master's tournament at Catalina and a bunch of those guys went. And I think there was more swordfish caught in the tournament than there was marlin. Fuck. Which is, you know, unheard of. There wasn't a ton of marlin around this year, but... So it forced a lot of guys to go take these techniques, and when you know it, they smashed them. You know, I think Charlie Albright had like four in one trip or some. You know, just blew everyone away. Like this is this is feasible, and so uh, it took a little bit of time and reinvestment in tackle and and stuff like that. But I mean, as far as it, as far how as long my, do you think it take took you to like figure it out. I don't have it figured out. I mean, no one does, right? Oh, like, look there's... how humble this motherfucker is, huh? It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> swing that dick, motherfucker! Come on, nah. swing. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Like, not figured out, but kind of like figure a pattern or something like that out. You know, like it, it took me a minute. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. T- you know, I think I'd had like six or seven trips with no bite. 
you're not even a are you solo or are you with brandon as far as what, like no, on the boat, well, you're trying to figure out a bite. Like I'm by myself. I'm always about, you know, occasionally if I have one customer or a whole bunch of customers, maybe I'll bring a deckhand. Matt helps me out oh, occasionally. He's, he's your deckhand. Okay. He's locked down tight. You know, like yeah. I don't even have to you're worry about homie, him. Right? Look at yeah. that shirt. <laughs> <Just> trying. <laughs> Sat on this side on purpose. But yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously Brandon and I, you know, we're on the phone constantly. We're sharing info. He helped me, you know, he, he had to bite his first trip, caught one, his second trip. So his, you know, his learning curve was a little bit, uh, faster than mine, I guess you would say. Cause you know, you, you, you have confidence in what you're doing if you get a bite straight away. Right. Yeah. It took me a few trips and, uh, I had to really experiment and do some things that weren't working for Brandon or he hadn't tried. And, uh, you know, once I got my first bite, first couple, first couple bites it, you know it, the dominoes just fell into place which was bitching for me as an operator but also as a, a you know providing a service to my customers yeah, like yeah. you really want to feel like when you take someone out you're you know even accomplishing it, it yeah. it's fishing you're not going to always catch them but you want to feel like you have a, a, a really good shot at at uh at capturing one of those yeah. fish so uh so no as as far as your question no i had zero experience coming to this okay, other than like okay. a couple of where I was just riding along with my commercial buds, seeing how they do it. That's cool. And are you using electric reels or? We no. we have a combination. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the electric reels bitching for winding in the bait when you don't have a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, dude. I've fucking seen it. And the other thing is, so uh, Bill talks a little bit about it, how you kind of watch the tip go down a little bit and then slack. And then you reel up and then you get a certain like level and it, you can tell the fish is on. It's totally opposite of everything you've ever, yeah, that's what ever he said. learned. And the way he talks about it, it's like, fuck, it's so interesting. Like, yeah, everything you've learned, you're like, this isn't the fucking right way. Yeah, I tell my guys, I'm like, dude, if the line goes slack, that's like a tuna screaming line off your reel. Yeah. Like, it's so opposite yeah. of what you would think. But, you know, when you're dealing with that depth and that much line and that much weight, you know, obviously things are going to be a little bit different. But, yeah, it was it was so much fun. I, I wish that it was something that we could do year round but it's going to be you know our fall fishery or whatever and it seems like that's when the most of the majority of those fish Coming are going to be around, caught yeah. yeah um how long have you been a captain for now it's my fourth season fourth okay. year yeah that's cool man yeah and i'm still baby still baby in well, the industry. word on the street is you're, you're the fucking man bro what street? Who's where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We couldn't even find our way here. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, and uh, you're a, a largemouth guy too, right? A little bit, not really. No. I would not. Uh, if you I don't told like you, those big swim baits, I do, but not for largemouth. No, striper guy. I like fishing striper. Okay, yeah. well, you like to do freshwater bass. Okay, yeah, here and there. Yeah, yeah right. it's a nice, it's a I nice heard that reset. About you. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you done that your whole life? What's that? Freshwater? Yeah. Like a, like striper, big bait. No. You know, I grew up just like probably most of us did, like skateboarding to the local golf course or whatever. And, you know, you could catch a bunch of bass on kind of whatever you threw. But yeah. as you get older, you meet people that have access to bigger water, boats, different water. And, uh, man, there's something about fishing that striped bass that just, it's, it's, it's pretty close to fishing like a yellowtail on the surf sign or something oh, I locally, but I can do it when the weather's screwed up here and I can listen to music and drink some beers and kind of 
not be uh, my normal role as a as a captain and still enjoy myself. Relaxing, so, right? Exactly. It makes. Do you do that a lot still? Will you go out striper fishing? You know, I try to make you know handful of trips a year. It's not something that as soon as I'm off the, the boat, I'm I'm racing to go striped bass fishing. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I have I'm, I've been pretty fortunate. Met some awesome people along the way, and I get texts like, "Yo, do 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 like six pictures in a row. Can you be here tomorrow? <laughs> you know." So. Um, yeah, Charles, I'm, on, I'm on my way. Hey, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> That's my yeah. man right there. He put me on my fucking swimming fish dude. this year, man. Did he really? Dude, <clears throat> it was awesome. I mean, I talked about it already. Uh, uh, but the same here. Like, it's I love fishing everything. I got to fish with Dwayne this year. That was cool. Dude, um, Dwayne's a man. He's intense as fuck, bro, when we went fishing. Yeah. He told me. Like, he's like, Nick, yelling at me. And I'm like, good. I don't know what I'm fucking doing. Yeah. So tell me what yeah. to do, you know? Like, yeah. great. But yeah. we talked about that, too. I mean... Do you get like that on the boat sometimes? Oh, dude, I begrudgingly have the uh, nickname of the, uh, the drill sergeant. Yeah. That's good, though. That's what you got to do, right? I mean, right? I, I mean, if you know. Were you in the Marines or something, bro? No, no. no but, but it sounds like you were, huh? Yeah. It yeah, <laughs> acts like it was. No, I mean, it, I, I just know how much I put into every fish that we catch. And on top of that, what my customers put into every fish, like whether it's time away from their family, the money they spend, you know, whatever, however you want to chop it up, like everyone's invested in this. And so, yeah, catching, hooking a good one's cool. Landing, it's way fucking better, right? And so <laughs> it's it's tough, hey, you know, I'm doing You're some, in the business of landing fish, not catching yeah. them, right? Well, I'm in the business of providing a, a fun experience for my customers, win, lose, or draw, you know? Yeah. And, but yeah, obviously losing one hurts worse than not hooking one and, and, and not having a shot. So it's it's funny, you know, that some people, I'm doing this every day. I know exactly what needs to be done to hook that fish, land that fish, blah, 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 blah fill in the blank. Most of these guys are like, this is the first time they've ever d- done whatever, fill in the blank. So they're learning on the job, basically. And so I know what's at stake, what's on that line. So sometimes I get a little excited i would say <laughs> it was a nice way Intense. to say it yeah Intense. yeah i want yeah, right? I want I mean, them to have that fish more than they do yes, you know what i'm saying yes. and so yeah sometimes i get a little edgy or whatever we got two fish going at the same time lines are getting close i'm screaming whatever but at the end of the day like it's 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 all high fives and, and hugs that, you know when the fish yeah, comes over yeah, the side yeah. of the boat you know and that's uh something you learned over the last four years of being a captain right i mean like uh so when you first started like what were you doing before uh, the, working with the bite with Brandon? I've kind of had a like a roundabout way of getting into the industry. Uh, not the same path that a lot of people that you've had on the the show have had. You know, I I grew up fishing with my dad. My dad's taking me fishing. There's like pictures of me in a backpack on his back, like in a oh, river. You know what I mean? Like sick, dude. before there was like yeah, like whatever approved baby <laughs> safe read, equipment. Your ass up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OSHA rated baby yeah. carrying. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I've always fished and it's always something I'd loved. It, it never was a goal of mine to be like, all right, um, this is, this is how I'm gonna, you know, provide for myself. But, uh, I went to college, worked several, like what we call square jobs, you know, sitting in an office, banging the phones, doing sales, all sorts of stuff. And I was just so un, like I just, I, I didn't enjoy it. I did fine, you know, but I just didn't enjoy it. And, uh, one day I'm like driving down the five, just staring at the the ocean. Like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know? So I just like walked into work. It was a Friday, cleaned out my pipeline, told him it was my last day Damn, and just dude. like walked down to the dock, 
in San Diego. I was living in San Diego at the time and uh, started kicking around and uh, got fortunate that I ended up on a boat called The Success. I don't know if you're familiar with that boat, but... No, I'm a complete noob, so explain it to me. Success is a fantastic little charter boat out of San Diego. Is it a six-pack? It's a 12-pack. Okay. It's a 12-pack. How big is that boat? It's 58 feet by 17. Wow. It's a bitchin' little boat. Yeah, yeah. It looks... It's beautiful. Is boat. that rare, 12-pack? It's pretty rare. There's not yeah. a lot of boats that Yeah, because that I, I, that. I usually hear six-pack are a fucking full-on sport boat. What's you know, even I, more rare about it is it's captained by a Viking. Yeah, yeah. Kerry Dodson, Kerry. he's, he's the he man. Is he fucking wild? He's huge, and he's gnarly, and he's he's rad. That's what we call my wife, guys, the Viking. <laughs> she's Norwegian. <laughs> she doesn't fuck around They either. get along. Same, same. Oh, she's she's crazy. Right? Kerry's rad. Uh, yeah. Thanks to uh, Bobby Martinez for labeling her that. <laughs> he labeled her the Viking. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, no, that's awesome. I mean, like, I like hearing the backstory, too. Like, I never heard of a 12-pack, so that's like... Was it a little different because you didn't have a huge crowd, but you had enough to handle 12 people? It was like, <clears throat> I mean, I look back and like you probably couldn't have walked down and got the job that I got. I got pretty fortunate. A friend of a friend introduced us and it all played out perfectly. But Kerry's an amazing fisherman. Mm-hmm. He's not one of these guys that, you know, is like just globbing on, following the fleet. He's always looking for something different, the biggest, whatever, because he's got a small group of people and their charter. So you can afford to catch maybe a few less fish, but some better quality fish. Um, and I really learned a lot from him. I, I couldn't have asked for a better like intro to the like industry. Someone to cut your teeth as a as a deckhand. Exactly. Well, yeah. and to see what like a professional operator, you know, not someone my age, someone who's been in the business forever. How old were you at this time? Thirty one, thirty. When you did this? Yeah. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I just Oh fuck. Yeah. I thought you were gonna tell me you're like fucking twenty. No, that's like I said, amazing. I went... that's a great story, bro. You were thirty one. You said, I don't like my job, fuck this. How old are you right now? Thirty seven. Dude, congrats, bro. You fucking went a long way. It, man. it was it was rad. It's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. It was, like, it was really, a big it was a big jump, you know, man, like... on on making uh, not many people can can make uh you have no kids? No, thank God. That <laughs> you can prove. That you know about. Hey, me and you. <laughs> I love my kids. If I do, they all speak Spanish. <laughs> Guess you're a TJ lover. <laughs> um, no, but that's cool. Like, as a 31 year old man, like, you're like, I don't like my job. I'm going to fucking quit. I'm going to do something new. Yeah, amazing. I had this that's gnarly, amazing. like, yeah, it's, you know. And do you think maybe that your success has been a lot quicker? Because you were an adult when you tried to learn how to do this, you know what I'm saying? Like you were fucking around trying to bang girls, get fucked up all the time. I mean, whoa, 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 whoa! Trying to suck that cock, you know? No, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, in a, you could make some better decisions, and you would if you were 20 years old. I think correct. I, I think you're you're right. You know, I've I've been incredibly fortunate in the opportunities that I've had, and. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with where I was at when I jumped into the business. You know, um, I think part of me wishes that uh, if I had got into this when I was younger, I'd be in a different spot today. But I, I really couldn't uh, couldn't ask for a better position to be in today. To be honest with you, as far as who I've learned from and the experience that I've had, and where I'm at today, and who I work for is you know Brandon's fantastic boss. Yeah, I, I wouldn't you know I wouldn't trade 
I don't even want to go into it, but yeah. No, Brand, Brandon's great. great. Yeah, Brandon's when I had great. him on, dude, I was like, I don't know. I mean, dude, you hear stories about people. I don't judge anyone until I meet them, so I hear different stories about everyone. I've had everyone you could think of on Evan, Billy, everyone. I had Brandon, I'm like, Ugh, I heard this guy's kind of fucking intense. I don't know. Quiet to himself. He came on and was like talking to my buddy we get fucked up with. Yeah. He's yeah. like, hey, bro, I bring some beers. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. I went and stopped and got a fucking six-pack IPAs, 10%ers or whatever. I'm like, we got fucking buzz. <laughs> and we, got, we had a fun time, dude. Like, it was it was a fun time, man. He's he's like a regular dude when you get talking to him. No, he's legit. And uh, those are the dudes. Like, I'm like, wow, that's that's a cool cool operation, you know, like, to be just, able to do Just that. a little bit I get to work with Wes, too. And, like, meeting Brandon is, like... From from the second I met Brandon, all all I did was just start making fun of me, which is like how I communicate. Like you think it's making fun of me, we're communicating. This is how it goes. And that's that's like how exactly what you're saying. Like a yeah, little because intimidated. this is what you need. I think people don't get their fucking balls busted as much anymore. Like I need someone to fucking talk shit to me. Yeah. Like even be truthful. You know. Like I've said, I said a couple times. Like Ryan Block, he messaged me. He said, "Hey, bro." I got some useful criticism. Now, I don't need everyone and their fucking mom telling me right now. <laughs> right, right, but right, this is when I first right. started. You know, I can This isn't like, an offer. Yeah, this isn't an <laughs> offer. So suck a cock if you want to tell me anything. But Ryan Block ah. said, hey, bro, I like your podcast. But let me give you a little bit of advice. As an outside looking in, I'm like, hey, man, I really appreciate that. That's dope. I'm glad That's you messaged me yeah. and told me something truthful. And do, people don't do that nowadays. People just either will shit on you or just... Not say anything and send their buddies this fucked up picture of you or well we you still know? do that too but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I know that's yeah. true but you know what I'm saying like having but you'll some, know you'll having get some too. integrity like that nowadays yeah. is like and, and getting that your balls busted I think that's like something that's missing a little bit especially with the community how it is now or, or even social media all this you don't want to get me too right oh, no dude, I'm with you. no 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 that's no. why it's hard for me to make friends like my boys that I've grown up with like it's this constant roast fest and you know yeah like, and 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 sometimes. Growing up in hardcore, the dudes I grew up with were fucking... I couldn't bring other people around. It's like growing up in sport fishing. <laughs> dude, you can't bring other people around because someone's going to talk shit and oh, say dude. something fucked up. And you're like, ah. And this other dude's like, are you going to let him say that? You know, like, yeah, well, that's how we fuck around. You dude, know? we just spent two days roasting each other in front of Freddie. <laughs> yeah. And Freddie's like, oh my God. Like, right? Freddie's like, if I didn't know you two, I didn't know you were friends. <laughs> I I think that's like a good relationship. Yeah. Like, you know, something you're saying is like, and for Brandon to do that to you, you're like, oh, I feel, I feel good about this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, This is a good guy. That's the language I speak or that's the language you speak, you know? So when you first started as a captain, did he kind of give you like a trial run or like say, hey, let's go out a couple times. I'm going to fucking take you out. I want to see what you're going to do. This is the plan. How did that go? He said, hey, here you go. Fucking run. Here you go. Here's the keys. Try not to break it. What boat was before that? (laughs) (laughs) What boat was before, uh, before brands so i worked on uh after i got off the success i did a year on there and it's kind of crazy like so the success spends or at least it used to spend half the year in mag bay and puerto Vallarta. so we're down there catching big tuna on the kite on bait on jigs like same shit we're doing up here Mm -hmm. but this is way before there was any of this big fish around so it was an, it was so much fun. It was so much like it's this whole new experience for me, you know, January and wearing flip flops and board shorts, like trying to stay out of the sun. Yeah. And uh, you know, flash forward I came back 
and uh, Matt and I were commercial fishing on our skiff, uh, and I got a job working on the Sum Fun and the Native Sun. That's, uh, sorry that's for summer. cutting you off. Sum Fun, what's the captain's name? Brian uh, Woolley. Amazing. Brian's a shit. Yeah, a I good took dude. my uh, eight-year-old on his first, nine-year-old, first boat trip, <laughs> treated him like a king, dude. My kid's like, I'm fucking done. He goes, hey, you want some chips? Yeah, man. My kid fucking gets all yeah, happy. Yeah. Great, dude. Best boat to take your fucking kid on ever. Yeah. Period. Brian's awesome. Yeah. Man. I learned yeah. a, a lot yeah. from him. And uh, Aaron Graham, who I'm sure you know, was yeah, running Aaron's the Native nice, at the time. Nice dude, yeah. And yeah. Uh, worked with him for a bit. And that was like the summer of all summers, 2015, you know, on the Sum Fun. Yeah, we're doing our rockfish and sculpting and the normal stuff, but we're also fishing full day offshore, catching yellowfin tuna and wahoo and shit. And then on the native, you know, there was the most yelltail that anyone's ever seen straight out in front of the harbor that year. So, you know, we're taking loads of 60 to 80 people and we're catching, you know, somewhere between days and three quarter days, three quarter days, somewhere between 15, a hundred big yelltail, you know? So it was, it was, you know, looking back on it, you couldn't have written down like, okay, I want to do this, this and that. It just kind of all fell into place. And, um, when Brandon offered me the job, it was kind of like exactly what I wanted to be doing. I want to be targeting big game fish, you know, with some of the smaller stuff mixed in, but the predominant amount of time was fishing for big, hard to catch big fish. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and on a skiff, which is, where i cut my teeth that's what did i enjoyed he hit doing. you up or did you like was he like yo i need a captain dude it's a crazy story so i was working for woolly at the time and uh my time on that boat had kind of almost run its course i was kind of over it phoning it in a little bit not gonna lie and uh you just feel like you get comfortable on a boat and you kind of it just wasn't for me learn the ins and outs you're not learning nothing so you're kind of like eh. it just wasn't for me fishing sculpin and sand bass and rockfish and that kind of stuff every day just it wasn't exciting to me i didn't enjoy it to be like i enjoyed being on the water and fishing and all that stuff but like if i was going to be out i'd get off the boat and the next day matt and i'd be like running to la jolla to go catch yelltail just to get my fix you know and uh i got my i you know went through my licensing course got my ticket and it wasn't it was like done but it was i was just waiting for it to come to me in the mail and i just get a facebook messenger like from Brandon, like, hey, looking for a job? <laughs> yeah, it's like, how? Yeah. Does, when does hey, that happen? That you know? is so wild. Huh? And it's not a job you could apply for. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's, no, no, it's yeah, definitely yeah, something no, that yeah, you got to yeah, get yeah. invited There's into. There's no application for that job. <laughs> and this was, what, 2016, right? I don't even know. 17, 18, 19, no, 17. 17, okay. Yeah, so, and, you know, I've had, I've come leaps and bounds away from where I was then to now as far as, fishing wise fishing iq and uh a lot of that goes to brandon and the opportunity they offered me and also the people that i've met because of my connection with the business so i you know incredibly grateful for the opportunities that i've been given it's so cool to hear from you talk about like doing all this so like aaron is younger than you correct Mm -hmm. it's cool because it's like you're taking orders as a fucking older dude like yo what do you want me to do and you're going, he's going, bam, 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 bam. Okay, cool. But you like had that work ethic and you did go, okay, whatever the fuck you want me to do, man. Like I'm doing it. 
like that's what's that like i'm really like i i my hat's off to you yeah like I mean, dude you're a fucking 31 year old man and you went really far in fucking you know six seven years like it's it's a accomplishment you know like with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, you know, I I think a lot of it goes to growing up playing sports and, like, being competitive. I'm still competitive as it comes. And uh, I look look at every trip, like... I'm competing with myself, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, in the back of your mind, you've got the other guys in the industry that are throwing up numbers. But no one really, uh, you know, our business is kind of unique. We kind of are the only ones that spend two to three months a year just targeting YC bass. And then we jump into the the big bluefin thing kind of late compared to most guys and have to keep up with the guys that have been on the you know, Blue finger fish, on the yeah. pulse for a month and a half or two months ahead of us. And we got to produce numbers, not only for our customers that are on the boat, but also to fill the calendar. You know, no one's going to pay the money if you're not catching fish. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's been great. The white sea bass thing, too, is interesting because uh, how many people really do that? How many other boats really target that like you guys do? There's a few. You know, we're not the only ones for sure, but <clears throat> but I mean, there isn't a lot. Like, okay, how about this? The finger on the pulse for YC bass. I think you guys are on the top of the totem pole for that. That's like your shit, right? We're we're definitely the ones that are the most visible. Okay, I'll say that. Yeah, there's there's guys that I look up to that you'll never know, you'll never hear their name, you'll never see a picture. Hey, do you mind saying their name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to burn anything up, but Alan's a great example. Yeah, you know. That guy doesn't need to post a single picture, and if he books every every date that he wants to book because of his track record, speaks yeah, for itself. Yeah. And so, there's there's guys like him. There's guys in the small boat sector like us that don't run trips that I talk to on a regular basis because they've been fishing that island for thirty something years. And they're due to just do it for fun. That just they do it for fun. It. Maybe yeah, they yeah. run some private yachts and yeah. do some other stuff, but they're they're not in the business of marketing it, and it's very hush hush and. Excuse me, excuse me. That's one of the things I really like about Seabass is it's the radio's off, phones are off. We're just we're just doing it. We're figuring it out, and then maybe at the end of the night we compare notes or something like that. But it's not like offshore fishing where you get a hot kelp. Come on in, dude. You know, come come get it. We're done or something like that. Even if we're done, the only person I'm calling is Brandon or the <laughs> other captain running the boat, and then that's it. Is there another captain that that runs too? Oh uh, yeah, we have uh, we have another captain's name's James Lega. Okay. He's a full-time firefighter, so he just kind of oh, fills okay. in. Yeah. But he runs the boat, you know. No, I, when I had Brandon on too, it was so interesting for him to go. If we find a bite, 
I'm leaving and fucking Wes is going to pull up anchor like anchor hanging over the outboard as you pull up really he's like yeah that's our fucking spot like we figured it out i'm like that's interesting as fuck man like that's something different like i would never fucking think that as a as a fisherman well there was a spot this last april that i'd been on for a couple of days and we caught some really nice really nice fish out of it and uh, you know i don't know if word got out it's not a secret spot or anything by any means but, but all they got to do is drive by your fucking boat and you're fucked right pretty some, much right? sometimes the, the nice thing is there's a million parkers out there now so we kind of blend in do you, gotta, more than do we you, do you make sure you try to blend in with that boat you know what i'm saying like we do, do we sure do everything we can any stickers nothing like nothing because i mean if you know my boat you know what to look for it's not a secret but for the regular weekender they're not gonna know they hopefully you know maybe yeah, they do maybe they don't yeah. but you know, I rolled in a little late. Brandon was there already. There was a the the fortune was sitting right outside of Brandon. There was one of our other buds sitting kind of above and outside. Anyway, there wasn't room for me to get in, and I was fucking pissed. So what'd you do, bro? <laughs> it's not a good. It, there's no good end to this story. But start throwing weights at people. So I, I rolled in. <laughs> I, uh, I roll into this other sector, a little shallower, and get tied on the anchor and brandon calls me on the radio he's like hey we're done get over here like just like but from the time i drove by his boat to putting the anchor down and uh slid back in and and grabbed his anchor and tied his anchor to my boat and slid back unfortunately we didn't ever end up catching anything but my good buddy bob on the fortune peeks his head out the window and he goes morning Wes." <laughs> Exposed, yeah, busted, yeah. I guess we gotta go find something else, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we just you gotta you gotta make do with what you got, and other boats and other people. It's are worse part of the in the landscape. summer, though, right? Yeah, I, you know, we don't. We don't. Does it all depend? Because you guys do white sea bass. We so don't really anchor like, fish in the summer too much, you know. Yeah. In the yeah. summer, we're out there fighting it out with everyone else offshore oh, drifting. Fuck, so, man, yeah, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> it's a whole nother it's a whole nother animal to be honest right? with you. Sorry. i mean sorry i i really like the transition and and being able to get away from just anchor fishing it's a nice change of pace for me it's a much more high tempo fishing than sitting on anchor all day but uh anchor fishing still like you know if you could tell me like hey this is the one thing you can do for the rest of the year it'd be anchor fishing structure for your shit. sea bass yellowtail yeah. halibut something like that it was uh when when i had brandon on and he told me wes has been working like fucking because i think you were gonna even come on i think he might have brought you on but you were like working yeah probably non-stop if i he's think off like the boat, 28 I'm on the days boat. <laughs> straight he said yeah really yeah it's the only how way much to... are you sleeping bro that's a good question <laughs> sometimes at four hours maybe I mean, we all we all get our adequate amount of sleep, you know. But yeah, the days are long, and when the, when the <laughs> oh, I didn't know there's some kind of code. My That's, bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a formula. Hey, I didn't know there's some kind of a boat captain shit where you can get in trouble. <laughs> My bad. I'll cut that out. Yeah. It, Is there really no, no off that I can cut this? Is there you can't you have to sleep a certain amount of hours? Okay, my bad. I won't ask that question again. Yeah, it's all good. But <laughs> I mean, to 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 make anything in this business, you have to be willing to to turn and burn you know sport boats do it all summer long and you know the the way the fishing's been their season keeps getting extended but in a traditional year they get three three and a half months 
to make their nut, you know? And if you're, if you're taking a day off, you're fucking blowing it. Damn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, you know, I have, I have my, I I have my days on the water that I want to get to, that's going to get to me, get me financially where I want to be. Yeah. And so I could easily say no, but I'm only, I'm, you know, cutting my own toe off or whatever. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if the work's there and the fish are biting, why the fuck wouldn't I get out there and do it again and again and again and again, you know? So that's just, that's just how it, how it goes. That's just, you have a, a good mentality. Like that's what you're doing. That's why you're where you are right now. Well, he calls me a psychopath. So good mentality. Hey. I'll take that. Hey, that's because you're a <laughs> psychopath, bro. Well, I think that's like when people even are on the podcast, when they say it is like when your boat's tied to the dock, you're not making money. And, and you're not taking passengers that are getting on another boat. Yeah. So like those, it's, it's different when like you can like at face value, talk about people burning spots or burning numbers, but those fish on those spots and numbers, those translate into dollars. Yes. What's the end game? Like, I don't what's know. your plan next? Like, do you want to have your own shit? Do you want to, uh, you're just figuring out what you're doing, where you go. Like you don't give a shit. Dude, I'm cruising right now. Yeah, that's what I, I'm saying. I really like, enjoy know. working for Brandon. Um, so I've I've no plan. You know, nothing coming down the pipe as far as like this has to happen or yeah, this. yeah. Don't get me wrong, my ears are always open and and willing to. He's ready to fucking leave right now, Brandon. You better fucking get on. <laughs> get, him, get him, Nick. Get him. Get yeah, him, Nick. I'm get fucking him. Brandon. No, I'm just kidding around, bro. No, I mean, <laughs> you know, I've, I've I've always enjoyed commercial fishing. Matt and I commercial fished. I've kind of moonlighted with some friends working as a, a mate on the boat so that's something maybe down the line but as far as like short term very happy right now my my short-term goals are to do better than i did last year and when i say that i don't necessarily mean fish count wise i mean taking someone that came on the boat as a stranger and turning them into someone who books me five to ten times a year you know, so I can book my calendar out. What a out. great fucking like way to look on it. Like to almost make, make people enjoy your, your experience. You're giving them to come back and want to do it four five, six, seven times. That's, that's what it's all that's about. That's your goal. Like is yeah. to go, Hey, I enjoy fishing with Wes. I want to book fucking 10 trips with him. That's what you, that's what makes you feel good inside. Like that's what I wanted. The, I mean, as far as business goes, like if I could get to the point where I don't have to post a single photo to Instagram in my calendars book, it doesn't I'm matter. Good. You don't either way. So I do. I'm just but, fucking you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm just that's, fucking that's my goal, you know, to where like, <laughs> I don't have to worry about marketing. Like my, my calendar's full. And if we're marketing, it's for the third guy that's coming up yeah. or whatever. So the business continue to grow and, uh, you know, I can just focus on my people that I, you know, once, once you spend, you know, 12 hours on a boat with someone, you pretty much know whether you want to go back on that boat with that person again. Right. And it goes both ways. Me yeah. to the customer, customer yeah. to me. Yes. And so, you know, one of the things that I've learned from Brandon is that, yeah, we have competition, right? There's, there's lots of other boats that, you know, no one ex- exactly mirrors our program, but they do similar stuff, but it's not competition. People are going to go fish with Dwayne cause they enjoy Dwayne. People are going to go fish with Billy cause they enjoy Billy. People are going to, you know what I mean? You could go down the, the, the ladder of, of small boat operators, Jamie, fucking Anton, any of those guys, it's a, it's a personal relationship that you have with those people and you enjoy spending time with them, whether you catch fish or not, 
they they like being on the water with you and they yeah you know what i'm saying of course catching fish is part of it and that enriches the experience but if they had a shitty time and you guys fucked the tune up chances are they're not coming back yeah and the same goes the other way like if you had a shitty time and you didn't catch fish oh shit you better watch the the forums because they're gonna roast you you know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't go on bloody decks yeah. bro you're gonna get a salacious help review <laughs> yeah it's gonna be bad but that's the, i think that's like with anything it's like for instance a podcast like i got joe over here he does a podcast i'm like there's enough ears i mean there's enough people that can try different charters but you're gonna find that one that you really like doesn't mean you're not gonna you know knock on that and i think that's really a cool move you kind of like explaining it that way that's just how you know i look at saying? it like, that's you how gotta, you have to look at yes. it because if you just based your uh, how well you are on your fish count you're going to be sadly you know disappointed because even though if the fishing's good everyone's catching fish if the fishing's tough there's a few guys catching fish if fishing sucks no one's catching anything so you really can't like set your watch by i'm going to get limits of this or that every day it's just it's just not realistic is as much as some people try to portray it through in any, and, and I'm guilty as well. Like I don't, I only post like the, the dopest pictures of the most fish and this and that, but excuse me. The reality is, is especially in the game we're in where it's high risk, high reward. There's a lot of days where we swing and miss hard. And the only way to get that person to come back is if they had a good time. Yeah. Enjoyable time with me whether they caught one which or not. is cool because it's like they're enjoying my time with wes more than they enjoyed fishing with you like right. an experience almost like that's what you're 100 percent. and right and it and sometimes it's it's me not interjecting myself at all they're there it's the three dudes from college that haven't seen each other in 10 years like step back and just let them yeah, let them yeah, do their yeah. thing you know it's not about me or the fishing it's about the camaraderie they have and hopefully we catch some fish on top of it you know what i'm saying yeah. so part of it is knowing when to step in and and make a stupid joke or whatever or to step back and just chill and eat my cold burrito in the wheelhouse you know what i'm saying (laughs) which i think this has been like a i'm gonna post this one and go if you want to be a boat captain listen to west man you got a fucking great story 31 said fuck my job in the fucking cubicle i'm gonna figure it out and you did it Oh, so far so good you know i I, fucking being so humble uh, bitch (laughs) motherfucker you're part of a a, a, a huge i think if anyone talks about give him a a shot of fireball right now take a shot of fireball totally twisting my arm here okay (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's like uh if someone had like an idea like like to do something 30's not old, bro. You, he fucking did it. You know, like, he figured it out. But I also want to hear about your fucking nightmare experiences on the boat, bro. Oh, That's man, we were talking at. about this on the way up. Yeah. Which no, one do you give want? Me one. Yeah. Give, give them to me. I got so many. <laughs> uh, I think the... <laughs> Can I preface this story? No names. No names. Can I preface this story, though? The problem with you asking us about nightmare stories? Hey, you're coming up next. You're a fucking lifeguard, bro. I, got, I need some good ones from you. Is it like Wes and I are, are friends, and we're, the reason why we're, like, we're so, so tied is like the dumbest ideas that him and I have both had, neither of us have ever said no to. Uh. So we've just done like... Just dumb. Yeah. Just dumb, dude. <laughs> Not that dumb, but like... No, yeah. Uh, but like running in the harbor going like, what are we doing? 
<laughs> like yeah, stuck in the rain with no rain gear, like board shorts and flip flops. It happens yeah. though, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, probably the, the the gnarliest one, and this is cringeworthy, but the gnarliest one is I was working on the native for Oof. Aaron. Yeah. So I was working on the native and I was I was bouncing back and forth. So I was driving I was working on the, the Sum Fun and the Native, kind of splitting, because neither of them had space for me to be full-time. So it worked out perfect for me. I get like a little change of scenery, but I was, you know, in the middle of a, I don't know, 15 or 20-day stretch, and uh, dude, we absolutely whacked the Yelltail in the morning. We're on the anchor somewhere out there in front of the harbor. I don't remember exactly. And it was time to go. Full, first time to pull the anchor. Well, lo and behold, old uh, Deckhand West got his arm caught up in the cat head oh, fucking snapped fuck. my arm and thank god aaron was paying attention and and turned the turn the cat did he head tell off. this story but he didn't say your name maybe i don't know i think he told the he story the, the first pod- time like the very first time the, he was his on. podcast yeah did aaron told the story but he didn't say your yeah, name? yeah it was me that was me <laughs> yeah that was me yeah yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> he saw uh, he said uh, and you didn't stop you said fuck it let's keep going oh no i or did you scream like a bitch and say, oh, my God! <laughs> no, it was a very surreal experience. I've been, you know, been hurt before. I've been in some tough spots before in my life. And, uh, you know, it happened. It was like, did that just fucking happen type of thing? Oh. And, I, you know, I cover my arm. I look up at him and his eyes are about as big as <laughs> fucking could be. <laughs> and I lift my arm off and it's just like a fucking... U-turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks sure. like a cul-de-sac in my forearm. <laughs> a cul-de-sac. And uh, yeah, it was it was a bummer because the the trip had to had to go in. Luckily, we had a bunch of fish. You on talked the boat. about this. I, I'm almost like ninety percent sure. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah, which it. is cool that you came back with that story and kind of. Yeah, fucking... I mean, it, it is what happens. Thank God yeah. my arm didn't get ripped off. <laughs> straight Dude, up. I've I mean, seen dudes do it, and I'm like, I'm with my kid on the sunblock, and I'm looking at him like. Fuck, that is so sketchy, man. You cut That's... the rope, too, not the chain. Oh. You get the chain across your arm. Yeah, lucky it wasn't the chain. I think, in, anyway, so that was probably the gnarliest as far as, you know. Now, how, like, careful are you, like, well, now you don't got to worry about it after that when yeah. you, like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Yeah, Aaron always jokes you're never pulling the anchor again on my boat. <laughs> you know, like, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, it was gnarly. I mean, it, yeah. and it, it was a bummer. It set me out for eight weeks in the middle of the best summer we'd oh, had in fucking dude. 15 years or whatever it was. Yeah. So that part hurt. But, uh, yeah, that That's was... That's probably your sketchiest experience on the boat. I mean, as far as... Yeah, I mean... I How about as a captain, like, rough seas, anything like that? Dude, we've had some, some tough spots. You know? Up north, I'm sure, like... Yeah, Santa that, Cruz up that way has been it gets fucking crazy, right? That Channel Islands is a whole whole different yeah. ball game. Yeah. You know, it's 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 weird because the way that the islands are shaped and the coast is is laid out, the backside of the island is the safe side. Hold on one second. You can do me a favor, Joe. Just go outside and see if uh, open the door, and I'm gonna tell Florentino you're right there. Do you guys have a bathroom? You need to take can a little take break, a break, real quick. Or, or do we? Keep, are we just out of time? Take a, no, just take a piss. I guess they don't want to sit with you guys. Yeah, they're bass guys. That's all right. Let's keep going. So I want to hear some stories about you being a lifeguard, bro. I don't. Oh, man. Can you not talk about it? How I, much I time can. do you have? I can. Yeah. Give me, give, me, give me a couple I've been years. there since 2004, so I have Dude. a lot of stories. So you guys are both Orange County guys, huh? Yeah. yeah. Where'd yeah. you grow up? Yeah. South County, bro. Yeah. Lords of Orange County. Full, bro. Calm down. You heard of that shit, really? Yeah, yeah. a bunch of my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used really? to do MMA and shit together, yeah. 
So you guys grew up in South County, though, like all that. Okay, yeah. So you grew up with uh, Uncle Creepy. Yeah. You know, really? I, I know who he is. Yeah, I mean, oh, no. he was a lord, I think, too, right? Yeah. I think oh, he was with, a lord. with Ian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. We'll call Ian. Oh, that's fucking old. Me and Ian used to oh punch God, each other hold on, in the hold face. On, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. I'm a big MMA fan, and I saw that picture, and I'm like, oh, my God. I fucking had a picture with the what's the dude next to you with the fucking go, with the, the Joker? My guy. Yes, Joker. <laughs> I went and saw it. So I have a picture of me and John Jones uh, 10 years ago. John Jones? Yes, but he wasn't big then. He wasn't John Jones. I knew he was going to be John Jones because I've watched MMA my whole life. I yeah. love MMA. Yeah. Um, so I took a picture with him. I went up to John Jones. I'm like, hey, man. And I was dorking out. And my friend Alan uh, was one of those guys from another big hardcore crew kind of thing. And he's like, why are you going to go talk to him? I'm like, because, dude, it's fucking John Jones. I'm like, let me get a picture with them. So he's like trying to fuck some white lady. Of course. Dude, there's like three of them. I'm like, kind, kind lady. I'm like, kind hey, man, yes. can I get a sweet, picture? Sweet, he goes, sweet women. He goes, <laughs> I guess, bro. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. going to post this picture, yeah. guys. You're going to yeah. see it come up yeah. on the fucking video. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And it's like me <laughs> like this. Okay. And he's like, yeah. oh. Yeah, I'm like you, fucking kind. Look at you, know, yeah. look at you, but, cock blocker, yeah, man. <laughs> Looking at you like you're in the way. <laughs> if someone came up to you at last and said, "Oh, you're Western fucking bite," I want to take a picture with you. Would you not be stoked? Depends on the level of talent that I was talking to. Can, no, can, can, can we be honest? Dude, are you be trying honest? to promote your it, shit? It would be like, uh, what, what, what fuck, day would you man? like to book? High yeah. five, forehead. <laughs> but but uh, so you did MMA too. You used to fight for a while. I did. How yeah. long? King of the Cage? I almost did a King of the Cage. Almost. Did you only do smokers then? No, I did a bunch of illegal fights in Mexico. It wasn't legal to fight in California back then. Yeah. Oh, they, how old they, are you then? They actually wanted me to fight Uriah Faber. Oh, fuck. No way, dude. And I was like, cool. I'd rather just run face first into an industrial fan. Yeah. So what year was this? <laughs> yeah. was, this was this WEC days? Was, was this WEC no, days? This when he was the King of the Cage. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So King They of were the just Cage. trying to straight... You know, throw a can to the lion. Obviously, like I we was. We had uh, in La Mirada. That's where dude streamed that I knew. Uh, Lions Den mm-hmm. oh, yeah. was right there on Imperial in La Mirada. Yeah, and uh, that's how I know some of the guys. Like I think Cub Swanson trained there because yeah, from Cub's Donnie. a good or used to be a good buddy yeah. of mine. He's oh, fucking that's taking fucking that shit cool, to the, the max, dude. Yeah, good for him. I'm still. You still watch him. MMA fights? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Do you see that McGregor fight? I think that's bullshit. I'm not gonna talk about. It. I what? think that's bullshit. Talk. Speak fuck, on it, son. I think, Speak fuck, on it, son. I think Cowboy went down, dude. What? What do you think? Some shoulder strikes are in a fucking... I don't I don't, agree, I don't agree with that. I don't think it was a shoulder strikes. It might have been the gnarly head kick it, to put no, him down. I well, it, was a, it was more of a I big toe. Hey, you don't... I don't know. I don't know. My, who's your favorite fighter? All I know is if my orbital got broken... You'd be done, yeah. It might course. be a wrap for Hey, me what too. do I know? I don't know anything. But guess what? Who's your favorite fighter? <sighs> His name's Wes Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> He's always his own biggest fan. Hey, I don't. I don't have. I'm not. I've never been that guy. I don't. You don't like MMA fights. Like, I love you know, it. I like okay, to watch. Okay, who's the guy you like to watch? How about that? I I don't have a guy. Vanderlei. I don't have a guy. I just like watch, to fucking did you see competitive Vanderlei fights. Ever? Well, Fuck yeah. That's my guy. Back back. Oh, Friday's. look at he's yeah. doing it. Yeah. Come on, dude. Of course I know Vanderlei. Uh, Vanderlei. I loved. Uh, God, what was that guy's name? He was from uh, Melvin Manhoff. Yeah. yeah. Manhoof. Oh, Manhoof. fuck, dude. Yeah. Beast. I remember I was so stoked on him, and I bet against him on Robbie Lawler fight. I'm like, this guy's going to fuck him up. And then Robbie Lawler knocked him out. I'm like, uh, can, can I go top three with you? Because, like, let's go. My 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 favorite fighter of all time is still Hickson, Gracie. But uh, uh, Genki Sudo. 
which is great. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Kid Yamamoto. I love Kid Yamamoto. Yeah. yeah. But when he, it sucked because when he came in legitimately and he started fighting, like, he fought in UFC once, I think. It right? was way too late. Too yeah. old. Yeah. Too yeah. old. But those the, those old clips, the, like we, like when it was Pride. You know who and, I loved was, um, fuck, what was his name? He was one of the favorite, favorite guys. You know who my, my Mexican dude, my boys are, are the Diaz brothers, dude. Who take no like shit, give no shit. But who fan. doesn't like um? Fuck, who's the next like kind of a Diaz? Are you talking Miami? about the? Are you take, talking about the dude with uh, Masvidal? Is Sorry, that you're talking about? I'm a little drunk now, so it's uh, not coming out as we, quick. Goose, <laughs> Max Holloway, Hawaiian dude. Yeah, Brian Ortega is a local. Ortega, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, dude. A lot of the guys I came up with, Emerson, Levins. Uh, Ian, these that were my training partners. You like, think you could have done it? No, no, no. Look at Just where I'm sitting any... right now. Yeah. Well, who knows? You wouldn't have. You would have kept going, or you know. Maybe I don't know. I've probably yeah. been a punching bag for a lot of guys that made their name, you know. But that wasn't for me. <laughs> um, guys, this has been a fun podcast. We're gonna do a round two. Yeah, because we need to get to Matt too, and we'll we'll do another uh, one. Um. Let's check out. Yeah, we got to hit that three-hour mark. Let's uh, go. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll <laughs> when we got the time, dude. That Rogan-esque <laughs> mark. <laughs> um, where can they check you out if they want to book a trip? So Let's... if you want to book a trip, best way to do it is uh, Bite, B-I-G-H-T, mm-hmm. sportfishing.com. It's got our, all of our open party dates, if there's any available. Um, and it's got Brandon's number, if you want to contact him as, in regards to a charter. And if you want to follow along with me, I post a few trips when we need some help booking a trip on my Instagram. Occasionally, it's one downer. That's all one word. O-N-E-D-O-W-N-E-R. Why that name? It's a great story. Do we have time? Shouldn't take that long. Let's do it. <laughs> Can I do it? As you, oh, as you should. Oh, look at him, dude. He See, wants to I, jack you off. I know. I, I, I'm <laughs> the one that... He, 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 he named me. I so. dusted him up one down there because, you know, somebody will tell you a story and they're always trying to one-up you. But if you tell Wes the story, he'll always one-down you. <laughs> <laughs> Just down, down. <laughs> he'll cut, he'll, he'll <laughs> cut you the fuck down. Yeah. Huh? yeah. That, hey, because you're truthful. Yeah. yeah. But I'm uh, cutting myself down is, is, <laughs> is the thing. Yeah. Uh, Matt, where can they catch you at, man? Uh, sketchy underscore Grace on Instagram. That's about it. And uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, fun. Fun. We've great, been trying dude. to do this for a fucking year, guys. This has been a long time coming. Um, check both these guys out. Support the bite. Uh, come see us. Our show, Pacific Sport Coast Fishing Show. Go. <laughs> and uh, trade shows. Trade yeah, shows. Trade we'll shows. We'll see you on the next one, guys. Thanks again for coming out. Thank you. Thanks, Nick.